Support for this podcast comes from WeWork. Today takes new ways of working, new measures toward health and safety, flexible terms to scale up and down, convenient spaces designed for focus and collaboration. It takes WeWork to take your business where you want it to go. WeWork. That's how tomorrow works. Visit wework.com slash tomorrow. Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B. Scott. You're listening to The B. Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins. <laughs> so we are back. Yes, we are. Oh, my God. We are here. This is our first show with Workhouse Connect. Yes, I'm excited. I'm so excited, love muffins. Woo. This is a big move for us. Yes. And as you know, before this, we were doing it very mom and pop <laughs> at home. <laughs> I mean, you're a mom and pop. I'm a corporation. Oh, quote a Mimi <laughs> against me? Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so how was your weekend? What's going on? Um, my weekend was good. I um, What did I do? All of my friends are in New York for Fashion Week. Okay. So the friends who did not go, we um, did a lot of workouts. We did the Santa Monica stairs on Sunday, mm-hmm. which was exhausting. My legs still hurt. They're burning? They hurt so bad. So there's Santa Monica stairs where it's like the wooden ones, mm-hmm. and then there's also the cement ones. Correct. Um, so which one did you do? So we started on the wooden ones, and then we were going to go over to the cement ones, but they were so steep. I, I went up and down once, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to crack my head in the name of fitness. Yeah. Like, I just, I refuse. So, the, and we just did some squats over in the middle of the street and went to go eat. Yeah, the Culver City stairs are, like, super steep as well. Mm-hmm. So, I just kind of do the side part of it. You don't do the stairs. I don't do the stairs. Like, because, how do you do the stairs, but not, like, Look, the I'm getting older. My knees, I cannot, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot be going. Like, the Culver City steps are, like, they're huge. Like, in Yeah, that's of, like, how those cement ones were. I was like, no. Uh, and they, like, zigzag, and they're narrow. Yeah. And it just, yeah, no, it wasn't the move, but the wood ones were great. Had a good time. I had a very peaceful weekend. Um, Just chilled out, relaxed. I went over to the house and kind of looked at all the work that needs to be completed. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm still in the status of, you can still call me Delayo (laughs) because my house renovation has been delayed. Um, I feel like we need to do a special podcast episode from, from the, the house. house once it's done, like, in <laughs> celebration. Yeah, I mean, shit, we need to do one now just so we can just put out the energy that we can get, so it, we can get it done. Like, I need to do some good juju over there. <laughs> Not juju. Yeah, so, yeah, so the first thing I want to talk about, I think I have an exclusive. Okay. So it's kind of exclusive, but kind of not, but... I'm going to share what it is, and then people can take it however they want to take it. Okay. So, I think Kenya's pregnant. Oh, Kenya Moore. Kenya Moore from Atlanta Housewives is pregnant. Now, what makes you say that? Because, so, this is what had happened. So, she posted a she posted a picture on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me and Kenya are friends. Right. And then I, I commented un, under it, it was like hearts, just saying, you know, that she looked good. I'm like, you look good and gave hearts or whatever. She responded back. She was like, what? I look really puffy. And oh, <laughs> you know, she, she's good for that. She's like, I look really, really puffy in the face. And then I gave her a call. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, girl. So I just want to make sure that you don't have anything you need to tell me. It's very important that if you are going to make an announcement, that you make an announcement with me. <laughs> I know how you and the housewives love to go to people mm. when you guys want to make a statement. But being that your fan base listens to me and comes to our website and we probably have more impact than people in terms of reaching your demographic. Your supporters. Your supporters. 
um, let me know. And she was like, what are you talking about? You know, she was being very oh, girl. She was being very coy. Like, no, you know, I, you know, I was like, are you pregnant, King? And she was like, the phone is breaking up. I can't no, hear she you. Didn't. She did. She no, like, she didn't. She literally was like, the phone is breaking up. She was like, I just can't. It's static. Like, and then like the phone disconnected. Oh. And King never does that to me. So mm. I think that I think she's pregnant. Come on for the reunion surprise. Yeah, I think she's pregnant. And I think and I was like, is there is it one passenger or is it two? So I think she's probably pregnant with twins. Mm. One and done. Or yeah. I guess it'd be two and done. Yeah. So you hear you heard it here first. Love muffins. Can you more thinks can you more is pregnant? Yes. B Scott <laughs> thinks can you more is allegedly <laughs> pregnant okay and if she is pregnant she's carrying twins and i guess you can start to see that she's starting to pick up a little you know a little weight puffiness in the face Mm -hmm. um because you know typically kenya is snatched Mm -hmm. and that stomach is snatched and her face is not puffy so when she said that she was like my face my face is really puffy why would your face be puffy? Just right. And if you felt that way, you wouldn't post the picture in the first place. If you felt your face was truly yeah. puffy. Yeah. So I'm not saying she's she hasn't confirmed it. I'm just saying I'm sharing the story with you, the listeners, and you guys can take away, you know, what you want to take away from it. Mm. Okay. And speaking of more tea, we have to talk about how. Quincy Jones dropped every possible tea. Oh my God! It's almost as if Quincy was like, "It's I'm I'm getting ready to die, and I'm just going to tell everything <laughs> that I can possibly tell in these next two or three interviews." Well, he has a book coming out too. Oh, okay. so I think that's part of the he's trying to sell to... that book. Mm-hmm. So a part of the tea that he he told is that Marlon Brando slept with Richard Pryor. Yep. Marvin Gaye. Yeah. And who was the other one? James Baldwin. And James Baldwin. Yes, he did. So he was laying it low and spreading it wide. Yeah. Through all of Hollywood. <laughs> he went through the comedians, the <laughs> actors, the literary, <laughs> literary, literary community. You know, what's funny to me is that when people get shocked when they hear this type of thing, I mean, it's, it's, it, it has to be, it, it has to be people that are not in the industry mm-hmm. because people who are in the industry no, basically the industry is like Sodom and Gomorrah. It's like it's all type of sexual stuff going on every which way, and then you factor in drugs in the seventies. In the seventies, <laughs> and you know Richard Pryor was he in his stand up. He talked about his interactions with a trans woman. A trans, but also, no, that wasn't, no, that was David Chappelle. No, 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 Richard Pryor. Trans too. Dated a trans woman. But he also talked about his interaction with another man, mm-hmm. too. You know, it was very, it was a big thing when he did it back mm-hmm. then. Um, so he talked about a trans woman, too. So yep. tell me more about that. Uh, yeah, so basically he was saying that he, you know, hooked up with the trans woman once. They didn't get that far. Next time it got that far, he found out they kept seeing each other. She went off and had her surgery, reassignment surgery, but then they broke up. Oh, wow. Goodness. Yeah, that's the SparkNotes version. There's a wow. more explicit version on yeah. the internet, so feel free to read it. Wow. And then in addition to all of that tea that he spilt about Marlon Brando, you know, having sex with these various different black men, um, he also talked about the fact that Michael Jackson stole songs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you coming for everybody. But, but like, you know, he said stealing in a very much so like, I'm going to use this part and not give you credit. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael basically pulled a Beyonce. 
Yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day. With Donna Summer's um, State of Independence, mm-hmm. took the bass line, slowed it down, and then used that for Billie Jean. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then TMZ put them on top of each other, and you can hear it's the exact same melody. Mm-hmm. So when this story came out, Richard Pryor's wife. Widow. A widow. A widow came out and said that it was true. Mm-hmm. And that... She was like, hell yeah, the drugs were good. The drugs were good. It was the 70s. The 70s. And, yeah. And then Richard Pryor's daughter mm-hmm. came out and said it wasn't true. Right. And then also Mar- Marlon Brando's son came out and said it wasn't true. So my thing is that how did these children know what their daddy was doing in his heyday? Exactly. I can't speak to what my daddy was doing. I I have heard what my daddy has done through all the different people that my daddy was sleeping with and the other children that are out there. <laughs> so my daddy was laying it low and spreading it wide too. Right. Did I tell you about that? What? Did I I guess I did tell you about that. Like when I went to the funeral Oh and the, the my, son came. My daddy died and I went to the funeral, went back to North Carolina and I met the funeral and I meet his child for the first time. You went? I, I mean, I meet another sibling for oh. the first time. I never told you about that. No, you didn't. You did. I just. Oh yeah. So I met. I was literally sitting there, and it was like, "Hi, I'm your brother," mm. and I'm like, "Hi," <laughs> like, "Okay, you you're my brother," and you know, I was like, "Well, welcome to the family." And that's so funny. That happened to me when I was 11. <sighs> I was at my grandmother's house, and we had some family thing and there was this girl who's like playing with me and my cousins and I'm like mm-hmm. you know who is this girl so they, my aunt took me in the room she was like that's your half sister she was 13 she's older than me um, and I was like oh okay well bye and that was that my whole thing is like what am I supposed to do with that like we weren't raised together right I don't know you mm. um, so I don't I just have maybe I'm just in maybe some of the love muffins can tweet me and let me know just how I just don't, just because we have some type of blood relation doesn't necessarily mean that we're connected. Mm. I don't, I just, I mean, honestly, he, that this person could be walking down the street and had they not introduced themselves to me, I wouldn't know who they are. And so I feel like for me, the connection, whatever connection was there died with my father. Like it would have been on him to then bring this person to around. You guys. Yeah, somehow. Right. Like for me, I was just like, taken aback i was like oh well okay well welcome to the family you know <laughs> there he so, is so have you guys spoken since ever i haven't yeah i don't, I don't I think I, I don't think i would either yeah i don't i mean hell i barely speak to my my Your actual blood my family. actual blood exactly. brother that i was raised with so i just don't know about the ones that show up on me at the funeral the bonus the bonus the bonus ones. brothers but yeah. anyway i think that you know getting back to <laughs> the richard Pryor and marlon brando's children but it is in the nature of children to defend their parents or quote unquote defend i don't know why people feel like they need to defend because they were having same-sex relations and that's what got me i think rain Pryor, his daughter heard statements you know she sounded upset at the fact that her dad could have possibly had sex with a man Mm. you know it was very kind of like homophobic in nature yeah and i didn't i wasn't really cool with that I mean, and, and and obviously, I mean, not obviously, but from what I heard, Marlon Brando was notorious for his, you know, sexual mm-hmm. escapades with men. Mm-hmm. So if if she hadn't heard about it, I don't know where she was. Like, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And then all of this brought Tevin Campbell back. Oh, my God. He was on Twitter. So when everybody was talking about, you know, Quincy Jones and 
how he was spilling everybody else's tea, they were like, well, wait, so you're not going to talk about how you allegedly molested Tevin Campbell. Oh, my God. And so Tevin Campbell got on Twitter and was like, that's a lie. You know, get out of here with the devil and basically said it wasn't true. So let me ask you a question. The the picture that you used when you wrote the post for Tevin no, Campbell. Don't blame me, girl. <laughs> was that a recent picture? Because he looked like death. Well, I mean, it, I mean, I'm serious. Like, what did well, he just did you? When was that picture taken? Can we talk? Can we talk for a minute? For a minute, because, because Kevin has been going through it. It he, was recent. He looked like it was a combination of like meth, uh, illness. Mm. It was a lot going mm-hmm. on. <sighs> so I don't know. It was. Yeah. I was. Just, I couldn't even get to what he was talking about because the picture <laughs> you posted was so shocking. Um, and for those of you love muffins who don't know, like Denver writes, you know, majority of the posts on the site. Oh, see, now they're going to come for me. Yeah. We're not doing that. That's you, just what you do. I, woo. <laughs> woo, 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 so do you woo. have anything, you know, about the picture you know, selection? I, I guide. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a very good guide. Yeah. You know, I monitor, I hover over, I look, I direct, I give the tea. But I'm, picture I, selections, the shady yeah, pictures, that's Denver. I am good for that. <laughs> And I wanted to get back to um, Housewives of Atlanta for a second. Um, and because we are also talking about sexuality things as well. Um, Shamia came forward in a recent, um, it's a post that's up on the site right now today. Um, Shamia, which is, I guess, Shamia in relation to the show, she's like a friend of the show. So it's weird because she, she came in as Portia's friend. And then she was like Candy's friend. And then her and Portia fell out. But now she's like Portia's friend again, but still Candy's friend. So right. I don't know. And then somewhere along the way, she married a rich African. Yes. So Shamia is the only person on the Housewives and or associated with it that has actually officially done something with an African on record. Because, on record. Because leading up to this, it was so much speculation about the different housewives and how they were interacting with different rich Africans in Africa. Yeah, it came out last uh, episode because mm-hmm. um, they were at Portia's house eating dinner. Mm-hmm. And uh, who was I think Marlo made a comment about Portia and her African and they just like laughed it off or something right. like that. So Portia had an African... Kenya allegedly had an African. Mm-hmm. Phaedra was interacting an with an African or looking for an African. Had one. Had for one. one. Chocolate. Who knows? Chocolate. Two BD. But then Shamia actually did marry an African. And they had a beautiful wedding. Okay. I'm not mad about that. So Shamia, <laughs> just given the context, we just want to make sure the people understand who Shamia is. So we got that. So Shamia is now saying that Cynthia's, Cynthia's man. man that she's dating on the show is gay. And bisexual because her friend, one of her friends says that her man frequents the gay club mm-hmm. and interacts and dates men. Correct. Okay. Yeah, that's it. So here we go again. Here we go. And then you wonder why Kenya didn't want to bring her man on the show. Right. Because they always, you know, come forward and try to accuse somebody of being gay. It's the same thing. I mean, it, given it is Atlanta. And Atlanta well, does have. Well, you established that fact. It is Atlanta. <laughs> it is <Check>. Atlanta. <laughs> Let the record show. So Atlanta does have a very high concentration of African American gays. Um, but however, that being said, this is just a reoccurring thing that, like, mm-hmm. every possible boyfriend of someone on the Housewives of Atlanta can't be gay. Or can they? Oh, they can. Well, they can. I, guess. I mean, <laughs> by, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, at what point do we start? Um, requiring better storylines. Mm-hmm. 
I just feel like this whole season of Housewives of Atlanta has been very stale. Mm-hmm. It's been very stale. It's been very forced. And and even with like Kim last, I think last episode or the episode before, Kim was saying that Candy wanted to eat her box. Mm-hmm. So basically, Candy was coming on to her. And that's on the heels of last season where the whole season where, you know, the whole big debacle of Phaedra, uh, well, not Phaedra, Portia, well, Phaedra was a source. Mm -hmm. Phaedra and Portia um, accusing Candy of drugging someone and and wanting to rape them. Right. Or wanting to drink. Did she actually, what did they say? That Candy tried to drink? So the allegation was, Portia heard that Phaedra told her that Candy and Todd wanted to drug and rape her. Like, that was, like, one of their goals. Mm. That was such a nasty allegation. Mm -hmm. That was really, that was really... That is some, I'm going to catch you outside the show and beat your ass type of <laughs> allegation. I wish somebody would, and I don't wish that. No, let me take I'm it back. I'm just like, wait a minute now. I, if, somebody, if somebody made that type of false allegation against me, you would have to call my mama. You would have to call Janice, Miss Janice, because I would be in jail. I agree. There's no way. I mean, that's just... That's two of the worst things you can say about somebody. Drugging and trying to rape them. Right. And what gets to me is everybody who expects Candy to be over it. Mm -hmm. There are just some things that you don't come back from. Yeah. You know. Man, my whole thing is that I feel that Phaedra and Portia should have been gone Mm. for that. Because you can't. I mean, Portia continues to try to put Phaedra under the bus mm-hmm. for this, but you you took some information that you did not know for sure to be true, and then you ran with it on camera. On camera, and like basically, I mean, to, I'm sure there's some people out there that still believe that. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, why wouldn't you? If you keep, if people keep making these, you know, sexually negative accusations against somebody, you would kind of start to think like, well, maybe all because of that initial allegation. Mm. You know, Mm-mm-mm. so it all kind of sucks, really. Help us, Laura. What else do we got in the top ten this week? What else we got? Um, Amber Rose. Amber Rose. Oh, her admitting that she likes to sniff Twenty One oh. Savages dirty underwear. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she likes this. That's yeah, just that gross. was nasty. That was real nasty. And and this is, I mean, she must be feeling some kind of way with her new titties. Oh. She got new to she. So for those for those of you love muffins who don't know, Amber Rose got a she downsized her breast. Right from an H to a D. From an H to a D. Oh my god, an H that's, is pretty big. I know, and they were natural too. So can you imagine just like I, my back hurts thinking about it? So my question is, if her if her breasts were an H, so that means that her booty was a Z. Like what is? Hey, listen. Because her booty is so big. So, like, you want to, like, I felt like having the big breasts balanced out the big, 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 big ass she has. Mm-hmm. So, you got to have to have a, enough in the front to kind of balance, you well, know? let's get it twisted. I mean, let's not get it twisted because the D is, there's still a lot in the front. Yeah. These ain't nothing to play with. But I'm just saying that, like, her Z ass mm-hmm. needs a H breast in the front because her butt is so huge. So, her, should she take her butt to, like, a M, like an N? I think it needs to be balanced because she's going to be like she's going to yeah she's going to be like back heavy, not like you know how they say top heavy, but she's yeah. going to be like it's the it's she's going to be tatering the wrong <laughs> way. 
is it is it tatering or teetering teetering tater ties i don't know i'm just saying that it's just a lot going on and so now she's saying that she likes to sniff his underwear when he's not his musty dirty Uh, underwear okay yeah basically and you know savage looks like he looks like let me tell you what he looks like and that's this is why it looks it's disgusting oh here we go he looks like he looks like he has shit stains Mm. <laughs> he looks like he has shit stains on his underwear. Was well, not ready for that. You know, and I knew it was coming too. You know them young guys that don't really wipe their butt. I don't. I don't know a single one. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I. I don't actually. I can't even. I can't. I just. I can't. I can't. <laughs> so that means that she be smelling the front musty little part, okay. but there's a little skit mark. Oh wow! In the back that she has to wow. either smell to wow. or ignore. Which one? She probably ignores it. <laughs> Mm. Oh my god! Okay. Oh, well, how quickly we went to such a interesting place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to go back to Candy. Mm-hmm. Um, her group moved on without her. Oh yes, Escape is now mm-hmm. Escape Three. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to say this. Escape with a three for the. E. I'm not mad at that. So I don't know what well, what to first, make of it. Okay, this is how I felt at first. At first, my position was. Oh, this is Candy's Candy's group. Mm-hmm. Candy is the relevant one. Mm-hmm. Candy is the one that got them the show on Bravo to follow their reunion tour. Mm-hmm. And so they need Candy. But seeing the Andy Cohen, Andy Cohen Watch What Happens live interview that they did really showed me how deeply dysfunctional they are mm-hmm. and how the three girls do not see it in any way for Candy. And that includes Tiny because it's like Tiny and the two girls, you could feel they were a unit. Right. And you could feel that they were basically like giving Candy the side eye. Oh, for sure. And that I didn't didn't realize that until that interview. That was a very awkward interview. And it really showed me exactly where they stood in terms of them being a unified group. Oh, did you watch uh, the show at all? I caught glimpses. of. Oh, oh. The interview, that was a tip of the iceberg. Tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Mm. But I will say, I was in the gym, and the Spotify was on, and one of their new songs started to play. And it's my jam now. I hope it's not that one. No, it's Dream Killer. Oh, yeah, that's the only one that's kind of like, okay, this one's decent. Dream Killer, I really like it. It's stuck in my head, and I really like how... Um, Tiny is talking she's really talking about her relationship oh she felt that one she felt, she felt that it. basically saying how T.I. wanted her to be at home but she ain't gonna be at home you know taking care of the you know mm, I being, got my group back girl or being at home like waiting for him when he's out in the streets doing all these things and she's not even hoping anymore he's gonna change mm-hmm. and she's basically like you don't have to pretend anymore we're good like we don't have to be together and she was like, you know what time it is when it's just us, but then you want to go out and play me. So the lyrics were really good. I was like, okay. But I, have you listened to the other ones? I have listened. There was one called Hit Me, Hit Hit the Floor. Here for it. Here for it. Man, I did hear that. I was not here for them um, rapping. Um, yeah. I think that maybe these songs are just a precursor of the album. Maybe they would just fill, put some fillers out there. We'll see. Album will be out in like three weeks. Yeah. I just... I. I think they have enough vocal power between the three people that's left that they don't need candy. Mm. My issue is they need candy in terms of promotion. Mm-hmm. So because candy is the most relevant one of them, but 
let's not take away from Tiny either. Tiny had a very successful show on VH1 for a number of seasons as well. True. So it's not like. But I think I think my opinion lies in this. Mm-hmm. Escape is doing Essence, mm-hmm. and all four of them will be there. Correct. And I think all four of them need to be there. Correct. I don't think the three could stand on that stage as Escape three, and appease the crowd. Yeah. But I think what it really boils down to for me is that Candy has her money. Mm-hmm. Candy has her, her revenue stream. She's streams. not going to let you forget it either. Yeah. Candy has her revenue She was just on Instagram <laughs> singing about it. It's Monday. What is it? Money making money. Money making money. <laughs> so Candy has her revenue streams and Escape is really the other three girls they need to continue touring. Mm-hmm. So what they're going to do is they're going to release a new album with a couple of new songs that may or may not stick, but then they're going to go around and tour again on the circuit and perform old Escape songs and with the new couple of songs, and they're going to make that check. Yeah. Because guess what? They need that check. True. And I'm not mad when people got to do what they got to do to make their money. Like, we all got to survive. We all got bills to pay. And not everybody is like Candy. And, you know, she has her investments, her property mm-hmm. investments. She has the Bravo show. She probably is coming. Like, Candy keeps her another, a second show airing on Bravo. Every time. So I'm sure next season she's going to have another show that's going to be another check for her. She mm-hmm. has a Candy coat, her sex toys. She has the new restaurant, the yeah. old lady gang. So she has a lot going on. And the other girls, not so much. So when she's like, I don't want to continue with this escape stuff, they're like, well, actually, we need to continue because we need this check. Mm-hmm. And she supports it. She's down. Interesting. That's it. That is it. That's it. Here's today's STEM tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Support for this podcast comes from the IT experts at CDW, people who get it. At CDW, we get the future workplace works differently. Today's my first day back. Almost forgot what floor we were on. Understandable. But with modern health and safety technology orchestrated by CDW, the future can work better. Technology like thermal screening and occupancy tracking enables employees to walk confidently into the office. Wait, this isn't my floor. Is this even my building? Even if it's been a while. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash future of work. That damn Amorosa. What? She oh, just, Big Brother. I, I, big Brother. I just cannot. She just won't go away. Mm-mm. She's like, just what? Are the, I want her to be banished. Like, she needs to go. Like, to that retreat in Costa Rica. That She needs to go to that retreat. <laughs> that retreat in Costa Rica. But we got it. Okay, so I'm trying to talk about Amorosa, but you now mentioned. Oh, sorry. Her. I'm jumping. We'll, we'll get into it. Back, 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 back to Amorosa. Sorry. Amorosa. Is it Amorosa? Amorosa? Just that, Amorosa. Amorosa. That oh, I wish I wouldn't even know that name. Like mm. it's just it's so. Mm, yeah. The 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 utter gall that she would even have to serve in the Trump administration, <laughs> and then have the nerve to leave. The first thing that she does after it just shows you the shit show 
which is the Trump administration, is that the first thing that she does after leaving the Trump administration is to join celebrity Big Brother. Mm-hmm. The funniest thing to me is she's like walking around in like, you know, head wraps and African prints giving you real like, you know, I'm a strong black woman in the house. But you just left Donald Trump's bedside. Right. Basically. And now you're in there spilling like all of these White House secrets, but not really. Not really. Making these like ominous threats. Oh, we should be afraid. And Pence is worse. And I mean, girl, it's stuff we all knew. Right. And you know, that was a part of her contract mm-hmm. that she would do this the whole mm-hmm. season of the show or doing all the tapings, just mm-hmm. continually make mentions of the White House. And people are probably tuning in just to see what she may or may not say. Mm-hmm. But the moral of the story for me is that I'm just sick of her. Like she is, I knew that she was de- despicable before all of this Trump stuff and now that she's on Big Brother but now it's just like we have no use for you none like she's Zero. done and is she still married to that reverend isn't she like her, mm-hmm. her husband a minister yeah and Phaedra Parks went to that wedding mm. birds of a just, feather just will flock that, just bringing that <laughs> bringing that back out in case you forgot that did happen indeed and, and people got mad at us because we were posting that picture of oh, them together they did it she yeah. did it but it shows you a lot about Phaedra and Amorosa that she would go mm-hmm. to that type of wedding in the context of Amorosa working for Trump. Let me tell you something. If Phaedra got an invite to the White House, you know she'd go. Oh, for sure. You know she'd go. If she got an invite to be special counsel for the White House, oh, she'd she go. would do it. She would go in a heartbeat. Speaking of which, she was on Instagram not too long ago or something dancing, uh, praising the Lord. For what? Um, Because she won some of her cases. So I guess she's now... Won a case. Won a case. And, <laughs> or back to practicing law in Atlanta. Good. She needs all the practice she can get. I'm just confused at so many. She has so many damn jobs. I don't know which But one. does she? Allegedly. But does she? She's a mortician. I ain't seen her more nothing. She's a mortician. She's an attorney. She was a housewife. Yeah. And she was assisting Apollo. And now she's a model. <laughs> she's a model, apparently. You didn't catch the last part. I said she was assistant Apollo. Oh, right. In, in his, his endeavor. In his business. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, I haven't seen a single campaign from her modeling contract yet. No. I think, I don't know if that was, somebody was asking if it was the real Willem- Wilhelmina. Listen. Mm. It is Atlanta. She could have got scammed. You never know. How she was, remember how she was reading Cynthia Bailey and mm-hmm. getting those young girls' hopes up? Yeah. <laughs> the old ass hopes up. Speaking of old ass hope, oh, Idris no. Elba is engaged. I I am so here for it. Me too. I know a lot of our fans aren't because they want Idris for themselves, mm-hmm. but they make such a beautiful couple, and I just wonder how K. Michelle feels. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> probably in the studio as we speak. She might be next door. Cause you know she loved she loved some Idris. Made an album about it. Made an album about it. I was a movie. Uh... How do you let that one get away? That's the one you would never get over. Mm. Like he's that fine. Yeah. And accomplished. <laughs> and to see him with such a beautiful new fiance is just mm-hmm. like, oh, I know so that's bring a, it down. That's a bitter pill. Right. He's 45. She's 29. Mm. And he proposed to her at a movie theater. Interesting. After or before a screening of his new project. I know that completely took her off guard because you would not expect to be proposed to at in, a, movie in theater, a movie theater. Yeah. At one of your booze. I don't know screenings. That right. to me would seem very like odd. So I mean, but maybe they're odd. Maybe that's maybe just they are. you know. And she was a she's a former beauty pageant. Oh, probably person. Probably I don't know what they call them. I guess she's a, a, a pageant girl. Pageant girl. Pageant queen. 
Speaking of queens, Ooh. Kim Cattrall. Oh, Kim Cattrall. Are we going to do Sex in the City? We're going to do Sex in the City. I, you know, I'm going to say this. I love Sex in the City so much. Me too. It's like literally one of my favorite shows of all time. Like, hands down, bar none. I love it. Mm-hmm. And I really hate to see this going on. Because to me, it tarnishes the whole thing. It makes it seem like they were on television just being fake and phony. Apparently they were. But <laughs> no one knew it. But I'm saying they've just been on... Like it, it, it does something for me. Sometimes you just need to keep some shit to yourself. Yeah. Like just for the sake of the residual checks that you could be getting. Mm-hmm. Because people need to believe the fantasy. And so them now revealing that they basically hated each other or Kim Cattrall hated Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> because Sarah Jessica Parker was a mean girl. Which I don't even know. I don't even know if I, but that's so hard for me to believe. From what I understand and from the articles that Kim Cattrall put out for people to read was basically that Sarah Jessica Parker early on, she started to feel some kind of way because Kim Cattrall was a natural comedian mm-hmm. and she was a natural what we call in showbiz, she pulled focus. Mm -hmm. So people don't like to, sometimes people, if you're not truly confident in your craft and who you are and somebody comes on set and pulls focus from you during maybe even a scene that was supposed to be or written to be centered around you, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And Sarah Jessica Parker, over time, according to what Kim Cattrall and I guess other sources have said, is that, you know, she developed this animosity towards Kim and the I think the first showrunner or uh, the first season left and a new showrunner came in right and that new person was a friend of Sarah Jessica Parker and so they started to you know basically collude to look at me saying collude because collude, of all right. this Trump shit no collusion <laughs> collusion there's absolutely no collusion <laughs> no collusion so they're colluding together to basically showcase Sarah Jessica Parker and downplay Kim. But is that wrong? Because Sarah was the lead. And she did get EP credit. I guess. But so, I, I mean, I, is that... I guess. But it's just... It's, it's, I don't know if it's wrong. Like, is that wrong? People have to do what they gotta do to keep their check and their shot as we establish with Escape. I mean, if you sign on to be the lead of the yeah. show, aren't yeah. you gonna make sure that you're yeah. the lead of the show? Yeah, I don't know who's wrong. I just think that you know, if if somebody was trying to dim my light, I would have a problem too, regardless of whether they had a right to do it or not. Mm-hmm. And, and then I guess the money came into play too. And for me, to be honest, Kim was the highlight of the show. She, oh yeah, Samantha Jones was yeah, everything. Samantha's character by nature was written to be the the scene stiller. Mm-hmm. It was written to be the one that people talked about the next day. Right, she's provocative. That, yeah, that's the role. Yeah, you know. But I guess Kim was upset too that you know in the writing Sarah got to keep her clothes on. And she had to bear all at every chance. Mm. And I think there was one point where they were filming in New Jersey and Sarah rented a house for her, Cynthia Nixon and Kristen Davis and not Kim. Oh, they just didn't fuck with each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and I guess that really set Kim off. But I mean, if I don't if we're not friends, then we're just we're not friends. Yeah. But what my issue is that as a fan, I don't want to know all this. Right. So fast forward to now, Kim's brother passed away Mm -hmm. and, you know, everybody I think was leaving condolences. Right. So Sarah left, you know, I, what'd she say? (laughs) She said, why are you laughing? I'm laughing because like Kim was not Yo, Kim popped off. Sarah said, dearest Kim, my love and condolences to you and yours and Godspeed to your beloved brother. Which, you know, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. 
Um, and then Kim, she came back with a, I don't need your love or support at this tragic time. Yeah. But then she also said something else. She did the whole and post. And then she went off basically saying like, you know, we're not family. You're not my friend. Um, stop exploiting our tragedy in order to restore your nice girl persona. Mm-hmm. My mama asked me, when is that? What she hypocrite. said? Hypocrite. She said my mother asked me, when's that hypocrite Sarah Jessica Parker mm-hmm. going to leave our family alone? Mm-hmm. Oh, and she said, your continuous reaching out is a painful reminder of how cruel you really were then and now. Mm. Cruel? Maybe. That's a loaded word. That's a loaded word. And, then, and Sarah it, Jessica Parker could have left it alone. If she, given I mean, she, this history, I mean, it was a poke. It was a poke. It was a poke. But I, I could see, I could see how it could be a poke, but I can also see how it, you know, was just like, hey, I don't fuck with you, but you lost your brother, and I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. Yeah. For me, you know, and as far as Sarah Jessica Parker is concerned, this is probably the biggest and best thing she will ever do, and we do not need it, or she does not need it to be tarnished. Mm-hmm. So as she needs to stop doing the poking. And if she was going to send condolences, she could have sent condolences. Like, you don't have to be writing it on Instagram. I mean, everybody else was. I know, but that's still so and, fake and, and I th- phony. And I think Kim has established long ago that they don't have any communication outside of the show. You know, so. If you know someone that long or you, you, you have to have people in common and you could have sent that through a person in common. Like, it's like with me, like if something happens in my family, like close people to me or people that were close to me would know how to deliver the message to someone that's currently close to me that would deliver it to me. You don't have to be on Instagram doing that. And Sarah Jessica Parker is smart enough to know that what she did was I mean, it, not that it was a horrible thing, but she knows the context of the situation and she knows Kim. Yeah, but and, I also no, and she sorry, knew I'm saying she knew that Kim would probably respond this way. And that's a part of why she did it. Maybe. I mean, I also think it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. I mean, if your other three coworkers have all left things and you don't, then, oh, shit, she didn't say anything. You yeah. know, so it's it's a double edged sword, I think. Yeah. I just think that. It kind of reminds me of the whole, like, Brandy and Monica situation oh, in shit. a way. Here we go. I'm just saying, it reminds me of that just because, like, you know, it's just, it's, I feel like to a certain degree, Monica will do, like, the high road and be mm-hmm. really nice and act like she, you know, does hasn't done anything and, you know. Meanwhile, doing all of the things. Yeah, so I'm saying, but it's like, there, you, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes or what has went on behind the scenes only those two know mm-hmm. and so for Kim I'm sure Sarah leaving that comment was it fell in line bitch. It right. fell, yeah it fell in line with other things that she had done over the years speaking of Brandy and Monica whose side are you on in that whole debacle hmm. I kind of feel the same way like I was just saying about the sex in the city like the boy's mind is probably that's the only song they want a Grammy for mm-hmm and it's probably their collectively their biggest hit. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, their biggest hit they had was you know, together. Yeah. So for them to continue to feud at you know however many years later it's almost damn near twenty years later, to me is is shocking. Yeah. And I think it just I think they may be taking out on each other their frustrations with how things have changed in the industry for them. Maybe I could see that. You know, and I think honestly, there's no reason why you know celebrities or people who work together um, and and do achieve a certain amount of success, why their their situations would not mimic what happens in real life. Mm-hmm. There's been a number of people in my life that because of certain things and how they went down, I'm no longer close to them, mm-hmm. and we don't speak anymore. 
So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. I don't see how, you know, we necessarily hold a higher standard to people who have achieved a certain level of success. I'm just saying that we don't necessarily, they don't need to continue to feed into it when mm-hmm. this is the best thing you're known for. Right. Do you think Brandy had her baby? <laughs> <laughs> Brandy had her baby. I don't, because, I, you know, Brandy has fallen off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. And and for me, when I saw those pictures of her, she looked very, very pregnant. Pregnant. It looked really, it was like, I don't know if it's not a pregnancy, then you have a basketball under your skirt. Like it oh looked, my God. it looked like a basketball. It looked like a stereotypical pregnant belly. It doesn't, didn't look like a cyst. It didn't look like you gain weight. It looked like a pregnancy. It, it really did. did. It did. And then she got all of like the, you know, the gaining the weight in the face and mm, in the arms the and, nose then, spread. and the nose spread and in the legs. I just, but Brandy has lied so many times publicly. Ooh. She lied to Oprah. Ooh. <laughs> Remember she lied to Oprah? Didn't she lie to Oprah? Did she? Oh, that might have been before my I time. I think she did. I, I, think she, I think she was the one to lie to Oprah and said she wasn't married or something. I think she told Oprah she was. Uh, Brandy's. Well, she was married. She's on Star. She's on Star? Apparently. Okay. I just looked at her Instagram. Something happened where Brandy was telling somebody, no, she lied and said she was married, but it came out that she never was married. Oh, yeah, yeah. She man. did a whole show about being married and having yeah. a child with him. And yeah, she wasn't yeah. married at all. She said she was married and she was never married to him. Mm-hmm. And so she's she's a known liar. <laughs> well, <laughs> check. Known liar. So, I'll write that down. Brandy. Yeah. And, and, and more specifically, liar. if, for example, if I gain a whole bunch of weight and I look like I was pregnant, I would have to address it. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand. And like, honestly, not in like a flippant, you know. No. I would be like, look, I, I look, I'm ill and this is what's going on. It may look like a pregnancy, but I'm dealing with thyroid disease. Or, right. I'm or even with, just, you know, personal health issues. Yeah. Cool. Or I'm hiding biscuits underneath my dress. I don't know. I'm just saying like something would have mm-hmm. to be, would have to be done. Mm. So the say what now of the week. Say what now. Well, there's a shape of water, shape of water inspired dildo on the market. Oh wow! And I've never seen the movie, but I know there's a fish monster. Yeah. Well, to me, I could see how that could come to place because Wait. I did when I shape of the water was very sexual. Really, it was about basically. I don't want to tell the whole story, but this water creature fell in love with this woman who worked at the facility that the people were testing on mm-hmm. they were doing tests on him mm-hmm. so they fell in love and then they started having sex wait with the fish with the with the creature no. the woman started having sex with the creature and they talked about how the penis would come out through a opening and stick out and they actually would have sex oh and so i could see how people who you know, maybe into that would Mm-mm. would get a dildo Mm-mm. that looked like the thing that would come out of the crevice of the Mm-mm. creature. No, no fish sticks. No fish sticks. No, not, not no <laughs> no fish sticks. Not even the ones that come out the oven. I'm but done I, with fish sticks. But I will say that that dildo was the ugliest dildo I've ever seen. See the pattern. I wasn't upset. I wasn't upset about it. It was all swirly. I just it just looked it. it, it. <laughs> It was it look it looked slimy. It looked, yeah. but maybe that's the whole point and that it needs to look kind of weird and odd because it's coming from a sea creature. Mm-hmm. So she's having sex with a monster. Yes, isn't that like bestiality? 
Maybe. See, Hollywood, I'm telling you, see, they they, they, they put these things in but, front of you and you're just like, ooh, it's ooh, so great. But it was so good. Yeah. It's kind of, it's no worse than like Game of Thrones, the basically public, publicly celebrating incest. Yeah, but that's historical but it's though. Fine. I mean, yeah. I don't think people are walking around having sex with fish. They might. You never they, know. Well, I did see something on the internet one time with a man and a snake. Oh my God. But we're not going to go into okay. that. It was real. It was on Twitter. I was like, oh. Yeah. I saw something one time with a man and a horse. It was live. Oh, yeah. I've seen that too. It was too and, much. Yeah. And I, I wanted to unsee that. I was like, what is happening here? Why mm-hmm. did that come across? There was a screen? day, there was like a period on the internet where like all of those were going around. Like yeah. those, those are two girls, one cup days. Yep. Yeah. You had to bring that up. I did. It's actually one of my oh, biggest Lord, have videos. Mercy. It was one of my biggest videos on um, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Was my two what, two girls one cup that and feedback and also Scarlet takes a tumble mm-hmm. and then my commentary on that. <laughs> oh, YouTube days, YouTube days. And then there's another thing. I mean, it really wasn't a say what now, but it kind of is. Uh, there's a Costa Rican wellness retreat mm-hmm. uh, that offers Black women a ten day escape from white people. <laughs> oh my God, all white people. Just white people. Just the white people. When you have enough of white people. You can go and spend your $2,000, go to Costa Rica for 10 days and eat vegan food and do yoga and meditate with just black women and no white people. Right. So you, you want, you're going to escape black people by going and doing all these white things. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to go be vegan, meditate. Right. Do yoga. Do yoga. Okay. You're going to escape them by being white, essentially. Right. Okay, well, cool. the, well, the thing that got me is this retreat. <laughs> it, was, it was started by a woman named Andrea. And the retreat as it is now is at a white owned resort. So there are white people like at the resort, just not participating in the retreat. Right. Right. Wow. Um, but she has been um, like putting money into this plot of land a little bit down the road, and she wants to build like a black village, like a community. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, you know, I saw a movie about this cult, and they kind of did the same thing. So I have my reservations. Yeah, I just think that it maybe maybe it's just coming out wrong. Maybe it's mm-hmm. hitting hitting the media, social media, the wrong way. Maybe because I, it's just a retreat from white people a bit much. <laughs> well, there's, if you go to lovebyscott.com, um, <laughs> Vice went down there and there's like a seven minute video and they talk to people who were there and they you know kind of show you what's really going on. Uh, it was it was interesting. I don't know if I don't I don't for me you know I got to get in my car, mm-hmm. drive to the airport, which mm-hmm. full of white people, get on a plane. Full of white people. Get to Costa Rica. Spend my 10 days. Get back on the plane. Full of white people. Get back to the airport. Full of white people. And go back to my normal life. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't... What's 10 days going to do for it's, anybody? Yeah. I think they should just call it a... Black I can spend 10 days in Atlanta. Yeah. They can, <laughs> <laughs> they can just call it a black women's retreat. You know. Just call it a black women's retreat in Costa Rica. It Boom. Don't have, to, don't have to say it from white people. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, one, one thing's for sure... How, this marketing has now got it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody knows they exist. Mm-hmm. I can't be mad at this free PR they've gotten. Mm. Well, Love Muffins, this concludes our first podcast with Work Workhouse, House, Workhouse Connect. Yeah. And I'm so excited for what's to come. Yes, and yes. You're getting more of us. More of us and a more consistent basis. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And please go to iTunes to subscribe, yep. to rate and review. And please tell a friend. Tap your neighbor, kick your neighbor, do whatever you got to do. Matter of fact, do. grab their phone, go into the podcast app, and just download it. Just go, add click. it. Yep. Yep. Like, listen to this girl. Boom. This is girl. You or need boy, to whichever. Life. Don't girl, care. Go boy. Whatever. Both, either. Sea creature. Who cares? <laughs> Fish dicks. 
Somebody, <laughs> somebody get me one of them dildos. Oh, but see. they're sold out. They, they're I'm, sold out. That's what I'm saying. One of my love muffins, if you really care about me, get me one of the dildos. Well, I want one of the sea creature dildos. Well, B. Scott's birthday is March 21st. <laughs> and yours, It's too. also my same birthday. But, <laughs> I, don't, but I don't want the dildo. <laughs> you get two. Uh, mm, don't lie, Dilbert. Mm, don't lie. He mm, wants mm, one, too. Mm, that's what why he you say? Just, just because I have something, something don't mean I want a dildo up my ass Oh, today. my goodness. That's what she said. Wow. So. We took it there. On that we note. did. <laughs> Until next time, <laughs> double kisses. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the B Scott Show. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Love B Scott. And make sure you review the show on iTunes. And you can always find me on lovebscott.com. 